Hey, beautiful human, thanks for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Austin Knight of Water Parks. We have a brand new album to discuss. It's called Greatest Hits, plus his love of One Direction, opening for Aaron Carter, and a whole lot more. Please share this podcast with those you care about, hit subscribe, and let us know who we should invite on our couch next. We're all ears, all the time. At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Okay, Water Parks Part 2, here we go. Hello, beautiful human. I'm Zach. That's Dan. And we welcome to the studio, Austin Knight of Waterparks. Hey! Austin Constantine <laughs> Knight. Is that your middle name? Whoever stops clapping last. Uh, Wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I won that. I'm most excited about me being here. Your middle name is Constantine. It is. I'm real Greek. That's <laughs> It's true. I'm super Greek. You should see my legs, dude. Hairy? Is that where, like, the... the, the Are they hairier what? than mine? Let me see. The, Wow. Yeah, oh, dude, easily. Like, really? are you kidding me? Hang on. Like, let's. Burp. He's got like, a lot of layers over there. Wow. Whoa. Dude, like. Oh, oh my God. Like, look at that. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Look how. Like, I can twist it. Like, it's. You could braid it if you wanted you could, to. Like, <laughs> is that where your body hair concentrates to your legs? Yeah. It's definitely like. Well, and also, like, on top of my head, too. It's okay. like. That's my uh My hair grows really fast, which I know I'm going to appreciate at some point. Mm. But, uh. Like. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, it's mainly, like, the legs, top of my head. My armpits kind of go off, but I trim those. I'm, like, good about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. If it gets, like, crazy. <laughs> what is cr- what is a crazy armpit lying? Crazy is, like, whenever. When you can, like, see it? Yeah, whenever whenever I'm, like, about to get in the shower and, like, I've got, I'm, like, waiting for the water and I look in the mirror and I'm, like, there's armpit hair poking out. Like, grow up. <laughs> like. I do it. I give yeah. him a trim. Yeah. Sometimes he needs to. It's not weird. Yeah. It's my fun. my friend calls them when they get real long. He calls them trolls. Oh. Well, trolls on your armpits. So you got to maintain and control the yeah, trolls. Yeah, yeah. You know I love I mean? that. I, I might even the use troll that. starts peeking out of the cave, and you're like, "Hey, get back in there." Yeah, yeah. You feel like yeah. unkempt. <laughs> Hair matters to you, though. <laughs> yeah, truthfully, like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of eras, a lot of moments in your life are attached to the color or your hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you mentioned it in songs too. You you go from brown right in September. Yeah. Like there's That's the reset. Really intense photo of you just looking off to the left, and you're looking up like Jesus has met you, and you have brown hair. Is that your natural color? Mm-hmm. It looks like my eyebrows. Ah. Oh. Um. Yeah. No. I I cut it all off on a live stream. Oh, you and, did. Well, yeah. That's what, yeah. And I uh, we had a song that was about to drop in like a few days or whatever. So I was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. And then I went on Instagram and I was just like, blah 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 blah. Hey. And then like. Played the song. It's just kitchen scissors. Like pop, 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 pop. It looks pretty good. That picture you see, like yeah. I cut that on Instagram Live and then went straight to the photo shoot. Okay, is that a planned situation, or do you go into the Instagram Live just your true organic self and let it go? I knew I wanted to like a little bit ahead. Got of it. That. Yeah. What color was your hair before? Green. Ah. Didn't you say you felt cuter with green hair? The other day. Okay, here's the thing. I think I was just being like kind of nostalgic because I was. Uh, what happened? Oh, you know what I saw was one of those like Daily Austin type accounts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. Like they posted like an older picture and I was looking at it. I was like, that looked pretty good. And I went to the page and I was kind of skimming for a second, like looking at me because I'm. And then I uh, I was seeing more and more and I was like, dang, like did green hair meet? Like, was he better? And I was just, I had a moment. Then I was just like, no, I'm much better now. Really? Yeah. Is that, a, do you actually genuinely mean that for more reasons besides the color? Of your hair? I'm 100% better now. Like, there is no question. 
what fuels the better? Is it releasing an album that is attached to things in your life? No, releasing stuff doesn't even make me feel that great. Making it does, though. Okay. I don't like releasing stuff that much. Is that- I mean, I do. I do, in a way. I like... Okay. It's cool in the way of, like, I get to stop having those days of, like, but does it actually suck? Like, because it doesn't. But, like, you know, when you sit on songs for, like, a year... Like, I made Snow Globe in, like, March 2020. Same with Numb. Oh, like, wow. So you you waited a whole year. Yeah. And so, of course, like, especially when you have, like, artist brain or whatever, like, creative brain, you have those days where you're like, does everything I've ever made suck? Like, is this all just a trash can? And it's and then it comes out, and the, the relief is, like, comes from people being like, this is incredible. And you're like, oh, so it doesn't suck. Okay, good. So do you not know if something is good or not until it's I out? I usually do. Nine days, or, mm, wait, no. One out of five days, I'm like, I don't know. But four out of five days, I'm like, rules. <laughs> it's so good. It's my favorite thing in the world. Is that one day because you've read something bad or you just have self-doubt one day? You wake up, you're like, oh, I suck at everything. Yeah. It's one of those? Yeah, it's where your like, brain kind of turns on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interested in this album called Greatest Hits. Best album of the last hundred years. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think this album houses your greatest hits? Or Yeah. I think Oh yeah. We're talking about we're talking about uh we're talking about Green Haired Me. That's right. I'm better at songs than him. Okay. <laughs> I am stronger than him. <laughs> so if you fought Green Haired You I'd win. Okay. Blue Haired Me was really strong though, because he was like Why? Okay, because <laughs> Okay. Blue Haired Me and Purple Haired Me both were going through it and the way to kind of like i guess maybe tire myself out was to just constantly be doing push-ups and like <laughs> running around and so i look back at certain photos and i'm like my arms were huge i'm gonna get back there so here's the thing i think i could i still think i could beat up blue haired me okay. but he definitely had more muscle mass but but what you're more strategic of a fighter now yeah so i could take green haired me i could write better songs than him uh he's also more sad than me uh because I've figured, I, I figured more of that out now. Because Green Haired Me uh, didn't have a therapist for a while. Mm. So I could take him because he was a little sometimes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Green Haired You is mm. from what date to what date? You got to give me physical times. Uh, it was like spring 2019 through like fall 2020. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty steep. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, it's not his fault. He was stuck inside for half of that time. So, I mean, (laughs) you know. And, okay, so blue and purple hair you, Mm. is that when you're dating somebody? Yeah. I read about that relationship. Oh, yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah. It's so (laughs) weird. Well, Austin and I got dinner the other night, and I was learning a bunch of new things about him, including one of the things is that he dated a Power Ranger. The Yellow Ranger. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're I mean, fine. it's out there on the internet. Yeah, like, no, the do, people know. Do your thing. Do your thing. But the other thing I found out, which I thought was weird, is that you dated somebody has, who has the same name as your sister. That was also weird. Yeah. Is that like I always well, wonder? To be fair, to be fair, my sister's name was Gracie, and your the other girl was Grace. Right. Okay. Like uh-huh. what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was it was odd for at first. I was like, oh, that's weird. But then I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you last. I wouldn't do it again. Really? No. Like even if like someone came into my life and they were like. Like, awesome. I'm like, by the way, what's your name? And if they said that, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't try to give them a new name? I'd be like, we can be friends. Got it. No yeah. nickname? No. Okay. I'm just like, that's odd. Interesting. Yeah. 
What are you thinking? I'm just Googling Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Man. <laughs> but you do release mm. a, a body of work while in the relationship with yeah. the Power Ranger. Yeah. Are you in a relationship while making this last body of work? Um, For some of it, yeah. Are you? Really? Yeah. I keep that kind of stuff on the down low now. Of course. Because when you when people like know who you are and then you go through, like, or you're in a relationship, first off, they're always weird about it. And then when when it's over, they're also weird, like super weird. It just makes it harder. So I was like, you know, I'm going to keep that kind of thing private now. But it comes through in some ways in the art that you're putting out there. Here and there, yeah. Like there's actually only one kind of like uh, relationship-y song on Greatest Hits. That's Fruit Roll-Ups. Interesting. Yeah. How is that connected to anything relationship-oriented? The song? Yeah. Because the lyrics. I mean, yeah, no, no <laughs> sh- But, like, I mean, there has to be something, like, you, you, uh. you're, my takeaway, it's like mm. you sound like you're convincing somebody to come and hang out with you and your fruit roll-ups and your f- fruit by the foot. Hey, the reason that opening line happened was because I was just singing in my apartment over that instrumental. It was, like, nighttime. I had, like, you know, the cool lights going, like, the orange and pink and stuff. And I looked over at my kitchen table and I straight up, I had the box of fruit by the foot. It was the Starburst kind. I didn't know they were going to do that collab, but I was walking through Ralph's and I saw it like misplaced, like a kid must have taken it. And then the mom was like, F- you. And so the kid put it down and then I saw it and I was like, mm, that's for me because my mom can't tell me what to do. She's in Texas. And uh, so I took it. It's on my kitchen table. And I was like, this song feels like romantic so i was just like i got some fruit by the foot if you want to come over and as soon as i sang that i was just like yes it's like that <laughs> rips but you don't mention fruit roll-ups in the song mention fruit by the foot so why did you name the song fruit roll-ups it made my friend travis so mad <laughs> i'd be sending him the demos he's like you know it doesn't say fruit it doesn't say fruit roll-ups i'm like yeah <laughs> There's just like, there's no reason. It's just funny. I thought that was so funny. And also, Fruit Roll-Ups is just a better title than Fruit by the Foot. And I think Fruit Roll-Ups <laughs> taste better than Fruit by the Foot. Whoa, okay, whoa, hey, whoa. Hey, we can get into this. I'm not scared. Okay. I, I mean, let's have the debate. I think, truly, fr- Fruit Roll-Ups, mm-hmm. they give you something more than a treat. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the wax paper would have designs on it and you yeah. can play games? And you can mm-hmm. even rip the, the, the Fruit Roll-Up and, like, have it be in shapes? Yes, but here's the thing, and this this m- might not be fair to, like, the overall conversation, mm-hmm. but I hate when my tongue changes colors. Yeah, but... I don't uh, like it. Okay. I don't like when there's, like, stuff on my tongue. I mean, you're throwing a huge wrench in the conversation know, know. because no, no, no. you know what a fruit roll-up is. Like, the best way to eat that is by, like, attaching it to your tongue. You have a tongue extension. Right. And then you, like, do that, like... <laughs> you know? You feel me? <laughs> you do what? <laughs> <laughs> you slurp it up. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, let me... Let's go and uh, I want to talk about the big box that usually is at like shoots or whatever. There's going to be gushers. There's going to be fruit by the foot and fruit roll-ups. There's all three. So I'd like to bring gushers into the conversation. Okay. It's really something. Go ahead. Okay. So I love gushers. Taste-wise, I think they're the best of the three, but mm. the package is always so sticky that they lose points. Like when you reach in, your fingers are sticky. And sometimes they explode in the package. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Disappointing. Especially like at gas stations. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. we'll like stop for gas or whatever. We all run in there. I'm like... I look at gushers like I consider the gushers and then I'm like, yeah, but there's going to be like a mess. And then I have to go into the bus bathroom, which is just not <laughs> cool ever. Yeah, they're wrapped in that like really like very thick foil type yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they lose points for the packaging. Uh-huh. Fruit roll or yeah, fruit roll ups loses points because they 
change my tongue and it makes me self-conscious. So, um, <laughs> fruit by the foot, however, <laughs> dude, take that whole thing off at once. Just eat it. Oh. That's what I do. But the flavor is the worst. You can't put... What? Hold on. Do you also eat it... Are you going to fight? Really? I would love to see that. You think fruit by the foot flavor is the worst? It's absolutely of- the worst. Gushers and fruit roll-ups. Are you that crazy? Better Can than- someone go get those? Like, is there a 7-Eleven nearby? <laughs> there is. <laughs> that Postmates it? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Actually, dude, I hate Postmates now. Like, well, since Uber Eats bought them. I used to Postmates. Okay, I had to start limiting myself to once a day. Oh, <laughs> No, I know, I know. It's it's not good. Well, because here's the thing. Hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm I, hearing. I'm not that wasteful, so just hear me out. I'd be working on something, like whether it was merch or a demo or whatever. And you like, don't want to leave. No, and like I don't want to break that flow, so I'm just like, you know what? In Granville, la, la, la. Eh. And then, like, the food shows up, and then I don't have to spend, like, another, like, that hour 15 of, mm-hmm. like, going there and, like, waiting, getting it, driving back, walking, like, parking, walking back up, blah, 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 all that. Like... That like what if what if I did something that was like the best part of the album at that time and you missed it because you were too busy yeah trying to avoid Postmates but now dude I haven't ordered Postmates in it's been months what or should, no I'd say like month and a half two months so what are you ordering how are you getting delivery uh, I kind of don't I kind of just go get now the thing is like hear me out hear me out so like Uber Eats sucks so bad and it's now Postmates. they're not like a sponsor right no. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> dude, Monster sponsored one of our earlier tours, like, the first, like, one that wasn't in, like, 200 cap rooms. And almost every night, I was like, don't drink this. <laughs> like, it's poison, y'all. That's not a good way of doing business. Y'all have, like, you know, like, y'all are young enough. Like, I don't want y'all to f- die. Like, <laughs> you have natural energy. I care about you more than I care about, you know, however. <laughs> it, so you won't use Postmates because it's now Uber Eats? It's just and not, not on principle, but just because it's so f- ugly and hard to use now. It, uh, because it's by the way, it's it all looks into Uber. Bad. Yeah, they they literally changed the app to look just like the Uber Eats one, and it's so dumb. And I yeah. went on Twitter. I was like, I wonder if anyone else is mad. And I typed in Postmates, and, and everyone's are. like, "This, this is so stupid." And you're never alone. Yeah, uh, never am. Just go online, and people are going to be mad if if I need people to be mad with me. How sad? Huh? Is that sad? <laughs> no, because I never want to bring down people I actually know. Got it. And I mean, especially even lately, like, dude, I've been so f- good at like flipping a negative to a positive or at least like a, a workaround. But if if I just feel like being real pissed off for like 10 minutes, you get on Twitter. Where do you go? I just go straight to the search bar and type mm-hmm. Postmates. Got and it. then everyone's like, Postmates sucks. And I'm like, that's right. What changes <laughs> Whose dad in- is this? You're right. What changes <laughs> like- in your life, though, that you want to turn negatives into positives? What do you mean? Like, what, why? Why now? Were you more negative before? Than yeah. You, what changes, though? Like, is it therapy? Yeah. I got two therapists right now. That's right. Um, Mazel. Hey. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think I... I'm trying to think of how to put it. But even going to therapy is a big step. Yeah. I mean, I like therapy. Um, it's just my one that I had, I let go in 2020... She flipped and got like, actually, I told you. She told me. Yeah, yeah, she flipped and got like real religious out of nowhere. And it was just in like, not in a good way. And I was just like, what the f just happened? So I was like, hey, I'm going to take a break. Um, and you replaced her? Yeah, but it, not not for like, maybe like six months. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, dude, I was, I, well, I, was, I was so in the album and I was so like, because it's daunting to get a new therapist. You have to like oh. re-explain everything. Yeah, you have to really get to know this person. Mm-hmm. 
so do you stop therapy right when you start the album or do they like no, does one fade that. and another picks up no like because i still had them like march april may i think it was like either late june or early july where i was like cutting ties yeah. is it a, i mean there's no pressure in labeling this album greatest hits no well there while while i was sitting on it again i would have those days like one out of five days i'd be like Oh, but is it actually like big trash? And then <laughs> is it actually greatest trash, or is this actually like the dopest? F- and then I listened to. Here's the thing. In the least mean way, sometimes I would hear other things that came out, like other like bands or rock things or whatever, and I'd be like, "This f- sucks compared to what this is." And and that's healthy. Yeah, no. So it would like I would like use a negative to make me feel better. But it, the thing is, ne- like, negative things to, like, is that a negative read? Yeah, you talk to lift yourself up. See, but that's so bad. That's so toxic. It is kind of. Yeah, but. But see, you're also wi- witnessing a seismic shift within the genre that you've been a part of for quite some time. Yeah, also true. I mean, is that a pro for the community that yeah. is? I think it's great. Like, even if I'm not, like, into it, like, if I'm not in the car listening to whoever, like, it's still good for, like, the overall, like, alternative culture. What is alternative music? Can you describe it? Does it deserve to be described? Does it even need to be defined? I don't think it does, but... I mean, because there's not, like, a good way to do it. I never talk about genre, like... Like, I never try and, like, classify stuff like that. Because alternative casts such a wide net that you don't have to be a f***ing weirdo about it yeah. and, like, fight in YouTube comments. <laughs> and, like... I don't know. I think, I think bands or rock music or alternative music, like, whether that's, like, people with guitars or drums or whatever. Like, like I, I think... And that's not. I'm not saying that to discredit any other genre because I'm. I love everything and actually try and make everything because it's all just cool to me. But I think alternative is now on the upswing hmm. to be like more at the forefront of stuff. You know, totally. It's more mainstream now than ever. But also at the same time, like, why do you even need genres? Why do you need to put music in a box? It's easier to sell. It's easier for like lazy people to to market. Stupid. Yep. I haven't had a day off since my blue hair. <laughs> you really do look at your life by your hair color. It's easier. Okay, here's the thing. Time just blurs together so much that it's easy to, like, classify stuff. Or it's easier to, like, to... Because it's almost like other years feel like different lifetimes. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, st- like well, I mean, like, when I had blue hair, like, I lived at home in Houston like, no one knew who we were. I still had, like, my bunk beds. And, like, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, no one outside of Texas knew about the band. And, like, we were doing well there. You know what I mean? Like, we could... You were like, opening for Aaron Carter. Dude, that was the funniest ever. Did you really? Okay, it was a bit. Hear me out. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Otto and I... Otto's our drummer. Otto and I were at Chipotle. And, uh... And he would always grab the, you know, they have like the newspaper, like yeah. Houston Press or whatever. So he'd look at the shows in the back and see what's coming up. He'd be like, he was like, dude, Aaron Carter's coming. And I was just like, no, he's not. And he's like, yeah, he is. And I was like, I'm going to get us to open for him. And he's like, don't do this. And I always take things too far. So <laughs> I hit up the promoter because the venue was just like a f- bar. Yeah. No, straight up. It was like, it was like. 300 cap maybe let's make something clear mm. you open for aaron carter in his worst phase of music 
I mean, what year was this? 2013 or 14. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, is... it was so gross. He was like making out with girls on stage. Like he'd pull them from the crowd. <gasps> I'm like, you didn't check her ID. Uh, but uh, so I hit the promoter and I was like, yo, we can move like 200 tickets if you let us open for him where we sell out everything. And I was lying. Uh, and I was lying big time. Um, and he was like, oh, cool. So we got, <laughs> we got to we got to open for him, and there was all, it was really funny though because there was also a bunch of like boy bands on it, and they were all in like the matching stuff. You <laughs> then know what I mean? You. Yeah. So um, we were there, and then there was like four other groups, and they were all in like the matching windbreakers. They looked dope, and they were doing like the synchronized like, dancing. Yeah, they were f- doing it. And wait, what is this? This is your tweet from Guys, May we're playing 10th. with Aaron Carter tomorrow. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> May 10th, 2013. Only 29 <laughs> likes. Man. <laughs> only 29 likes. Yeah, if, any, if anybody ever thinks we didn't have a legitimate start, <laughs> there's your 20 <laughs> likes on a tweet. Um, so. <laughs> Do people not think that? Do people think that like you were like Some an people, industry plant? Yeah, and I love that accusation because that's so flattering. It's like, whoa, you think we're like big enough and good enough that like somebody else had to be involved? That's awesome. Like that's flattering as. F- um, was actually, there- when Benji and Joel found us, they were like, somebody's working with these guys. Like their music videos look pretty cool. But really, it was just you. Mm-hmm. Wow, and you just bought a red camera so you can keep doing it. Yeah, you do a lot of things in house and on your own. It's better that way. It Is- really is. Like, having big teams is hard. It's hard to manage. It's really hard. More control? Oh, yeah. You want more control? Always. Really? Yeah. What do you relinquish to somebody else? Not much. <laughs> like, not a lot. I try. Like, sometimes I'm like, hey, I truly don't have time to do these merch designs. I'm literally going to be on a plane and they're due tomorrow. Can we get somebody else? Someone submits some stuff. I'm like, this looks awful. Fine, I'll just do it at the hotel. Really? Yeah. If anybody out there does cool and works fast and makes things look dope my dms are open low-key as hell great mm. record that's the Thanks. song you cut your hair to isn't it yes okay mm-hmm. where does that come from what goes on in your life and also is it better to be low-key or high-key it's all about balance and i d- i don't really have well i mean I'm, I'm better about it but you're either one or nothing yeah it's kind of like far ends of the spectrum where are you today i feel pretty chill honestly like, I, I, I worked myself out. Like, I did the tennis, <laughs> sweat, rinsed he, off. Austin plays tennis now. He's like, uh, I don't know. Andre Agassi. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a sports guy? He's a good tennis player. A little throwback Thursday. <laughs> I need to learn. I need to respect. I need to respect tennis culture more. Yeah, understand the craft, bro. <laughs> I don't. I just, like, straight up. I, I threw it on my close friend's story. I was like, hey, who wants to play tennis with me? Because, I, oh, I wanted to try golf. Because I was like, that seems fancy. And I want to drive the cart. And um, and I hit up our business manager because he, I think he was like partial owner of a club or something like that. Oh, casual. Yeah, yeah no, no. That's, that's like, I didn't even mean for that to be a thing. I was just like, oh, I remember him saying that once. So I hit him up and I was like, hi. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'd lo- I'd like uh, one golf play- or well, two actually I was with I was with one of my friends and we really wanted to try it and I was like I know a guy so uh, I hit him up and he went on this tear about how golf makes him like a bad person and he was like I get so stressed out and like blah blah blah, blah. So, okay this is how he answers every phone call it's really funny so <laughs> so I call him and I'm like 
Or no, I, I text him that so he calls me. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I answer and he's like, okay, so first things first, we're going to have to get you some lessons. And you're going to do that a few times a week. And so the thing is you're going to want to build up, maybe even go hit some balls on your own. You're going to want to do that for a few months. And then I was just like, Michael, hang on. Time out. No, 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 no. Like, no, hang on. I really want to drive a cart. I want to hit it. Like <laughs> He's like, you don't do that here. Yeah. So I was well, like. Because you can hold up everybody else's game. Right. And also, and he was like, yeah, and if you want to get some good clubs, they're, they're like, you know, 800, like a 900. I was just like, dude, this is like, this is half bit for me right now. Like, I don't, I don't care that much. Like, I just wanted to try it today. Um, today. Today. Like right now. Like, can I come yeah, over? Tomorrow? I want nothing to do with this. Tomorrow? This I'm not going to be thinking about this. Like, I'll be, I'll be on to something else. But, uh, so I was like, you know what? This, like, fancy people play tennis too. And then I saw that those are like 10 bucks over at Target, 15 bucks at Target. <laughs> rolled over there and i got multiple rackets yeah, because so, a couple friends have been like oh i would i just don't ever i'm like i got you yeah, yeah yeah so you know what austin does he has his weaker tennis friends come to to, to the court mm. play on the clay mm-hmm. or whatever it may be whatever it's made of and you just whip Mis- ten- mystery tennis grounds <laughs> you just whip tennis balls at them yeah and they can't really hit it back to you yeah but i will say today today i had kind of an off more off day like okay. our, our tm lucas came out with me and he's gotten really into just like smacking the shit out like as fast as he can. And I'm like, I was having like an off time. I was like, why am I like missing these? One of them actually got stuck oh. in the racket. Like, so that's a cheap racket. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's because it was like the you know it's like the stick, and then it kind of curves out like. This. Oh, it got um, stuck like in the middle. In the, yeah, I was just I I hit it, and I was just like, I was like, dude, that's... <laughs> we were like, what? Your form's not right. I've never seen Serena do that. No, I do know her. You, She's the only tennis player I know. What do you What do you mean? You know Serena Williams? No, no, no. Oh, of, of her. Yeah, you referenced like another guy. I already forgot his name. Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi. You know Federer. Roger Federer. Fe- He's a big deal. I don't even think I'm saying his last name right. What about the Federline? He- <laughs> oh, Kevin Federline. That's the one. <laughs> He's a great tennis star. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> well, speaking of Kevin Federline, you do mention Britney in your uh, in the album. Yeah, that. You know, that song was definitely written before everything started kind of happening. I was just kind of referencing cutting all my hair off and feeling like mentally kind of manic because I was feeling that way a lot. So I was like, I had to have a Britney moment, I had to cut it off. I got what I wanted, or at least I thought, you know, that kind of thing. Are, are, um, are you worried that you will be canceled because you mentioned that in the song too? Or is that Are those thoughts that keep you up at night? No. I mean, here's the thing. I think... I could I could be in trouble if I was coming out here doing like some malicious stuff, like some real evil shit. But it's really just not like that. Yeah. You know? Um and I feel like I mean there's always gonna be people that are mad at stuff, but I think most people care about tone and intention and stuff like that. People that are reasonable. There's also people there's always gonna be people that just wanna be like fighting for something because it makes them feel like fulfilled, even though it's just like it's not good in the long run. No, they're just looking for something to get angry at. Yeah, and then they'll change it in two days. Yeah. But, I mean, to get back to it, no, I'm not really worried about it. Okay. Uh, I'm a huge Britney fan. Um, but, uh, yeah, that song rips. Did you get any negative feedback for that lyric after everything started coming out? You know, I didn't read too much when we dropped that one. Um, one, the main thing I remember about dropping that song is everybody freaking out about the second verse. Mm-hmm. Cause and I was like, oh geez, if they if they feel weird about this, because it had like some, uh, some triggering subject matter, you know what I mean? And um, and I think some people were kind of like, 
uh, about that. And then next on the, like, in my head, I was like, I want to drop Just Kidding next. But I was like, oh, God, that one even more so. Like, that one's more blatant. So are you making music for you or for other people? And do you have to ask yourself that question? No, I make it for me. It's kind of selfish. But it just happens to work out where a lot of people identify with it. Like, when when I've been, like, writing or making stuff, I can't really think about that. And I And usually with those feelings, like, I'll be working on, like, Snow Globe or Numb or whatever you feel like very like like it's such a like a specific thing to you and you feel like almost like an alien you're like no one feels this and then you put it out and everyone's like i identify and you're like well that's that, convenient that's like the positive side yeah. and then the other side is like people interpreting you yeah. or your feelings yeah. and emotions and kind of like connecting dots and drawing their own conclusions without a full explanation yeah but you can't stop that that's why you have to just kind of like, that's, that's been a big thing I've gotten better at, especially over like the last five months or so, is just like letting go of what you can't control. Because mm. there's, there's so much, like when you, when you have like, when you micromanage and you have those tendencies, it's like, like it, it gets to be very, it gets really overwhelming when you feel like you have to manage everything and control everything and how everything's perceived and when you kind of just realize like you can't and you shouldn't try things get easier you can't you shouldn't try yeah because it's not in your control so why would you give it energy that's the thing like dropped fandom a lot of that was about like fan culture and music and stuff like that and perceptions expectations all that it didn't change anything and the thing is i didn't think it like would change things on a grand scale i just wanted to be able to try and plant that idea of course i'd love for it to but I just wanted to plant that idea with some people like that seed and let them kind of think like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, like expect this or project what I need somebody to be onto them based on things that I've made up. So in planting that seed in one album, does it allow you in your mind to create a little differently come the next? Yeah, I think. I mean, I didn't feel the need to go back on that again because I already got that out of the way. And I was like, you know what? But you warned them. Yeah. I was just like. Hey, everybody, this one's about you. And um, I think they got it. They It didn't really change, but I mean, again, it's whatever. So I was like, I don't want to, I never want to just like stay on the same subject for a, an album. You know what I mean? So what story are you telling with Greatest Hits? Is greatest Hits, yeah. One cohesive story? Uh, yeah. So I want Greatest Hits. You're gonna buckle in. Here we go. We're going to get a little conceptual today. I'm strapped in. So Greatest Hits... Um, takes place the night after fandom. Like, like, okay, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. I did a track breakdown a while back and I was like, okay, once I got going, it was fine. But like starting it, it's so difficult to know where to start. Like, so one thing I like to do is I record sounds of where I'm at with my phone. Mm. You know what I mean? Like whether I'm just outside or in traffic or it's raining or I hear birds. Or and they make the their way into the song. Yeah, always. And actually, I label them with the leaf. That way I can just type in the leaf and be like, okay, this is the sound I need for this one. It's all nature. Yeah, and also on, on airplanes, what I like to do is I go back and I listen to like the good idea, or I listen to all the voice memos. Uh-huh. And I put like the gift wrap emoji, like the present emoji next to all the good ones. And then if I'm ever like just at home, like I don't have anything to do today, I'll demo something. Let me open up a gift. Yeah, and so I, ty- I put the gift emoji and I just listen and I'm like, dope, 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 dope. And I just pick one. Um, it's a present for you. Mm-hmm. But um, the reason I say that is because um, the start of the album 
um, starts with um, the day Fandom came out in New York. And I was just like sitting in traffic, like recording those sounds. And then also, um, it was once I got back from the tour, uh, the last day, the Fandom one, um, it was actually raining here, which, it, you know, it's Never rare. Rained. Yeah, so I was walking around my complex just like recording that. And I put those sounds over each other. Oh, and the clock ticking from the end of Fandom to kind of like continue it over. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah, I felt younger when we met ends with that clock ticking. So I took those, did 15 ticks, like one for each track on the album. And then I sang the first line of the album. Last night I had the strangest dream of all, referring to fandom. Because uh-huh. it feels like another life, you know what I mean? Like I was saying. And as soon as I sing that, I, like time slows down. Like everything starts getting slower and the t- ticking gets like deeper. And then that's when it goes into like this like sleep mode. Wherever it's like, you know, like when you're falling asleep, like time... Like it's yeah, it goes slower and slower until it goes yeah, dark. Yeah, so I, that's what it was. And then as soon as it comes back in, it's on this like nightmare sounding vocal of the last night I had the strangest dream of all things. It's like crazy layered. I left them all really loose. And like, the, so that, they sound really jagged and kind of like, like nightmarish. So is this the first time you've ever connected albums? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've made references here and there, but these two are like connected. Were they always meant to be connected, or did you realize that it had to happen? I had different conceptual ideas, but that one was always kind of there. Like, since making Fandom, I was like, yeah, I think I need to connect these. That's why, cool. Why does Ice Bath connect the, the opening of the album? Ice Bath is, like, the wake-up point. It's the second-to-last track, so it's, you know, it's got the reprise of the, the intro vocals. Yes. and But I just, like, built it up even more. And then I wanted it to be, like, you know, where that gasp is, like... <gasps> Yeah, and then everything comes back in like that's like the wake up point, and I just wanted to like demonstrate that real life, like and being awake is actually kind of even more chaotic than this like kind of like weird dream world that I'm in for the rest of the album. So ice bath is like the wake up point, and it's just like equally terrorizing. Yeah, and then see you in the future might be the craziest song on the album. Why do you put it in that category? Or which one? Uh, uh, you just said it. Um, See you in the future? Yeah. Why is that the craziest song on the album? Because, well, the instrumental, first off, is just, like, demented. Like, it sounds evil. Like, I, I was literally using, like, horror movie sounds as, like, the keyboards. Like, there's, like, some, like, screaming stuff and then, like, some, like, weird off-pitch violin things and, like, it's, like, the uh, kind of thing. It's really dissonant. And then, also, the lyrics are just very, like, cutting, but also... Again, just like the instrumental, they're like kind of deranged. Like, um, they they go in so many different weird directions and contradict each other so much that it's just like this this very like like fire and ice, like very just like contradictory, like crazy manic energy. And it's how like and like and then at the end, I just wanted those drums to just feel like like like. Like primal, you know what I mean? Just like full on, like that's just like, just like this big wall of energy and then just nothing. And every time I would hear that and it was just like finally over, I would just get bills and I was like, that's how it has to end. How do you adapt that for a live show? Because I'm assuming you want people to feel that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm probably going to do like, or we're probably going to do like what we did with the album where, um, like, some of them I, like, played on a pad. Mm. You know what I mean? With, like, different tones and different sounds. And then Otto also played it. Like, came to L.A. and was like, you know what I mean? Like, doing his thing. Layered those up. So it's, like, a mix of, like, like very, like, big, real, like, organic ones. I hate the term real. Big, organic ones. 
and acoustic drums and and then like all of those extra tones that just make it feel even bigger and crazier. Some of the production is very. So we're probably gonna use both at the show, like you know what I mean, like. Some of the production is very chaotic. You would say yeah. that, right? Oh yeah. Do you hear that while Do you hear that while you're making it? Before you're making it, how does that How does that happen? How do, How do you make all that chaos work? Intentionally chaotic. Yeah. Do you need real chaos? What do you mean? Like, does it need to ha- like does chaos need to ensue behind the scenes in order for it to make its way into a song? It naturally does. So I mean, I don't know if there's like a it has to be there because I haven't really had a time where I'm like you're not chaotic yeah I'm like I feel perfectly fine there's like I mean there's always those days where I'm just like ah! and like it comes out in the music like uh having like a really dark moody kind of like you know lower vibrational day make magnetic got it you know what I mean and it's very like cold and like evil sounding so do you need to be in a chaotic state for the production to be chaotic kind of yeah I mean I if I if I was feeling like chaotic and tried to make fruit roll-ups it probably wouldn't have worked what were you feeling in love wanting love yeah i mean i was feeling i was a little little romantic i was i heard that instrumental and i was just like this is so nice like i need this i want to share my fruit roll-ups with somebody yeah exactly so like you realize it's chaotic production only after it's Mm -hmm. done or do you realize it no i mean as it's as it's happening sometimes actually there's this video of me i was um I like to drop like studio videos or like, you know, working on stuff videos here and they're like just little clips online, like on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You want people to see that you're working. Yeah, right. I just wanted wanted to show them like, here's an acapella of something or here's like, you know, this programming or whatever. And there was one I almost posted today. It was when I first like layered up some stuff and see you in the future. I was just laughing because it just sounds insane. It just sounds mean. (laughs) And I'm just like, I filmed a lot of it because I was, you know, like alone. Um, and, you know, someday if we, you know, or when, when we make the, the water parks movie, uh, I'll have stuff uh, to give them. But um, I'm not going to edit that. Um, and no, but I watched the one from like See You in the Future where I like put these keyboards on it. And I was just f-ing like laughing like a weirdo, like by myself. <laughs> so I am, um, I'm picturing you laughing like a weirdo. Mm. But I'm also thinking about a water parks movie that's in the future. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm trying to tie a couple things together. I want to understand like Snow Globe. Well, See You in the Future. Is that a song written to you? Are it's, you talking to yourself? It's it's a few. It's a few different meanings. Yeah. But like one of the, the one that's referring to me is like kind of like a, um, like I'll see you when it's safe kind of thing like when you like when you can come back out and you don't have to because like some other themes on the album are like having alternate versions of yourself to like put out there for mm-hmm. the world like magnetic is about having like like a larger than life like persona like version of you to go out there and like take the hits from everybody or like you know just like be like so i guess perceived on that level because it gets to be really daunting. So if you can have this other version of yourself, but then like also not letting it take over because magnetic is about like kind of like the ego you versus like your like inner you. And so see you in the future anyway, your, like to go your, back to it. Your actual self yeah. compared to the self that you show to the world. Right. But like, can you only write about that once you've realized that you do that? Yeah. I think you have to be aware of like what you're writing about to write it well. And Otherwise you're just like saying fake deep. <laughs> 
But but I understand how somebody in your shoes could like put out one version of themselves mm-hmm. to the public. Mm-hmm. But the reality is like when you kind of no, have to. Yeah, when nobody else is around, you're a totally different person. Yeah, like dude, when I, when I'm about to go on stage. I've done this for a while. It's the only way to, like, keep me from being nervous. Well, I have a couple methods, but one of the things is just, like, I mean, say what you want about him, whatever. But I've just always been, like, I'm Kanye West. I'm Kanye West. I'm Kanye West. I'm Kanye West. I go out there, and I just don't give a f- Then you get, no, I'm not even kidding. And then get off stage, and then you just kind of, like, whew, okay, I'm good. Like, you know, do your little cool downs, and, and you're, like, who came to the show? Okay, let's go say hi to people. Like, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So, really, Kanye West brings you down. Grounded. He br- he he brings me up. Got it. <laughs> he he makes me feel like like performer ready. Wow. I play solitaire, so and I don't want to know what time it is. Like, I, dude, if I have like the countdown, I, that's when my hands get sweaty. So I play solitaire. I'm just like I'm Kanye West. I'm Kanye West. Don't f- talk to me. I'm Kanye. So you West. do this before every show, mm-hmm. no matter how big or small. Even if you're yeah. opening for Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Probably on. I didn't have solitaire back then, but I I think I pretended to be Kanye West back then. Wow. <laughs> in the lyrics to See You in the Future, can you explain the One Direction line? I love Harry. Yeah, I was you like, said, not Zane, though. Harry, what's up? What's your problem with Zane? Uh, he, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's also not that deep, and I don't care that much. But I mean, let's discuss it. But we can discuss it. So me being like, because then people have recently been like, he left for mental health. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know. I'm not like, whatever. I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> so. My thing was, I was like, oh, he abandoned, like, my favorite boy band. That sucks. And then they went and they made my favorite One Direction album without him. So I was like, oh, and they didn't even need him. So I was like, yeah, I need, like, ups in my direction from at least one to one direction. Not Zane. Maybe, like, Harry, though, what's up? And it's like, I don't even care, though. <laughs> Great lyric. Thanks. Harry Styles, gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all gorgeous. Yeah, there's not, like, like... You don't look at anybody in One Direction and go, what an uggo. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not what that is. Like, those dudes are models. Yeah, and and I can agree. They're they're my favorite boy band. Absolutely. And I was very upset when Zane left. Yeah, no, I mean, it's. I was just like, what? He left? Are you serious? What? And then I listened to, like, like, all my life, he's doing by me. And I'm just like, yeah. Was that Made in the AM? Was that their Mm -hmm. first album without Zane? I think they only did one. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it... It's that's my favorite one day album for sure. Really? Yeah, dude. Go back, listen to it. Like, listen through. It's so consistent. It's so solid. There's not like on there. I'm pretty sure that's one where they all got credit on it too. Really? I think they started writing on that one. That's cool. I love them. Yeah, Very... I've never met them, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles has three nipples. Has he sat on this couch? Uh, no, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, just he hasn't sat on my couch either. Like you don't have to be ashamed. <laughs> Louie and Niall have sat on our couch. Really? Yeah. And Niall's been here a few times. Dope. <laughs> uh, snow globe. Yeah. Where are you at when you write a record like that? Because it's really you're comparing your life to a snow globe. Mm-hmm. Has like reality gotten so crazy for you over the last couple of years that like it does kind of feel like your life is behind glass in this bubble and. People have the ability to kind of look and see and shake it if they want. Yeah, and I I think that metaphor came from, like, feeling like my... Or I was, like, acknowledging that my feelings were being controlled by, like, external forces, like other people, even, like, strangers. You know what I mean? And so at any point, like, people can decide that I'm bad again if they want. And, like, and that's kind of where that came from. 
it's hard to not put stock into other people or give other people that type of control, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's really, really hard. You determine you. Yeah. In theory. In the- and you should. Like like that's that's the way it should be. Um I think you know, everybody or most people in bands, you can tell when they were cool when they were younger cuz they're douchebags, but like a lot of times people in bands just were not cool growing up. You know what I mean? Like they you know, they got they got in school, they blah 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 all that stuff. And so you're uncool for a long time and then suddenly people are like you're so f- dope you look cool i love this song that you this thing you made best song i've heard this year like you dressed like you know like they they go in and you're like oh what is this what is this yeah. and especially like 20 like 16 17 oh my god like i would read everything i'd read indirects dude <laughs> me too i still do really oh that's poisonous you can't do that i love it oh, no i can't i love catching people talk about me anyway uh <laughs> I live for hate. Um, no, I do. It's, it's like the, it's the be. wind beneath my wings. I always tell him to stop reading it. <laughs> uh, It'll well, kill you. It, it is in what you're saying is like you know, true. Like, do you did you feel like your worth was determined by yes. the indirects and the messages? Well, I, here's here's what made me realize it is when it was taken away, mm. and because I also have like like guilt things that I'm like working on getting around because I would just feel like uh, like bad about like anything and everything. Or like things are like my fault, you know. That's just like that's one of those things I'm like unlearning right now. And so when it would go from these high highs, it's like the first time people are being like, "You're so tight," and you're like, "Thank you, oh my god!" Like you're my favorite band. I'm like, "Oh, there's a lot of bands out there, and we're your favorite. That's amazing." And then it flips. It's on you. Yeah, and you're like, and it like makes it like feel that much worse. It like goes that much deeper. You know what I mean? Because you go from like this, like you start at like, you know, like here's like a level playing field of like here's a normal person like like or like the way i guess uh, like a well-adjusted person would feel you're like a little below it you're like in high school or whatever or like you're you know um i i would get asked all the time when i was like 19 or whatever like when the band first started um like oh so when are you uh when are you uh, going back to you're gonna go to like college well how are you gonna do the little band thing like well are you still doing the little band thing well it's super f- condescending i hate that i hate little band thing felt and I hate, oh yeah, did anyone ever say like little show to you? Oh my God, my whole life. Sucks. And also, the thing I really, really hate, this is a new one that I was talking to uh, my friend Josh about, but actuallys, I f***ing hate them. When they're like, like, I finally checked them out. Like, the music's actually pretty good. It's like, <laughs> or like, these clothes are actually like really high quality. Or like, they'll look at my Twitter and be like, he's actually funny. I'm like, that means, like, you subtly want me to, or like, they'll, they'll say it you to you. You want me to suck. Yeah, or you expected me to suck. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. you looked at me before, and you thought I sucked. And the, you're saying, like, actually, because people, it's a, it's a strange thing. It's like an ego thing. It's like them protecting themselves in a way. Um, mm-hmm. People don't want to, like, acknowledge if they're fans of you always. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying, like, if some dude comes up to me at a show afterwards and was like, that was actually pretty good. Like, he's he's trying to make sure he's not like, hey, I love that. Yeah, he's trying to be cool. Right, and it's actually, like, kind of condescending. But you become so uncool that you are cool. Yeah, or, like, I don't know. I I feel like there's not really, like, a an actually, like, cool band. Everybody, like... Ever? No. I agree with that. Because 
that's the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I might be being loud. Am I loud? No, you sound great. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, auto is a f***ing weird. Like, people think, like, some people, not everybody, some people think we're, like, really cool, right? Auto's in the woods getting stung by bees <laughs> most days. <laughs> what? Jeff has, like, like, an unfathomable amount of, like, Pikachu memorabilia and, like, boxes of Pokemon cards and <laughs> shit. I'm like, nerd, like... Like, bands aren't that cool. Like, you meet, like, you, you see them in their video. Like, and th- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think, like, ev- I think everybody has, like, a front. See, like, individually, you guys aren't cool, but you come together and create this cool band. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of <laughs> dorks come together and make, like, a transformer of tight. <laughs> yeah, th- we make a transformer that goes and plays, like, Reading and Leeds or whatever. <laughs> Uh, do you feel cool like today and in, in where you are like do you feel like you're a cool person do you feel like the band is a cool band i think i okay in the least douchey way i think i'm cool but not because of the band why are you cool i think i'm cool because i've figured out a way to do what i want and be creative all the time mm. on my terms and i get to actually like do it and i'm not a f- and i like to help people so I think those things all together make me cool. Good answer. Thanks. I and like I have it. a water. Oh, yeah, you can have that. Can I ask a question about snow globe while we're on the topic? Mm-hmm. Was it important for you to make the production almost like you were in a snow globe, a little Christmassy without being too Christmassy, especially the opening? So <laughs> Was that a dumb question? No, 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 no. It's a good question. Okay. Um, so I had like a bare version of the instrumental, and I it was like nighttime. I had all of like the blue lights going. I don't remember if there was purple. I know there was blue. And what I did was I just looped the instrumental for like 15, 20 minutes or whatever. And I was just singing over it, like kind of freestyling. I, you know, cool. who told me to do that was uh, Benji Madden. From? Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Yeah, because I was like, hey, how do you write? Because like, I mean, I, I knew what I did and I was like trying to try some new And he was just like, just go in there and just make it up. Just start singing. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, and go in there, like, and he's like, you know, mouth like an example. And I was like, okay. And so that night I went home, looped that instrumental, had like the mood going on, you know what I mean? Turn off all the lights except for the blue ones. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, actually I didn't even have my cool lights yet. I had it coming from the TV. I just searched like blue, <laughs> like on like YouTube or something. And, um, <laughs> dude, no, changing your environment changes everything. You're right. It really does. And so I just was, like, singing and, like, making it up. And if I ever got stuck, I would, sk- like, go over to my notes, you know what I mean, and be like, ba 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 da da And I'd see, like, I, so I already had Snow Globe, like, kind of written, or at least, like, some of it. Um, and I was, like, you know, like, 7 p.m., let's think. Yeah, I've been like, or, like, there was one, so I sang it a few times, saved it, bounced it. The next day, I was doing, a, like, laps. Uh, Around the complex? Yeah. And, um, uh... I I had them all like on top of each other. That way I could just hear them all quicker. And um and part of it was like, you know what actually I think I have I definitely still have the voice Play memo it. of it. I'll try and find it. So I know there's like some real parts around it, but there was one thing that was uh that became the outro because I was singing like the us giving up, living down, getting out over like the I don't have the sympathy and I think the Jew need more from me. And it's like they 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 stacked up for like three seconds. 
And I remember walking around and being like, oh, that's the outro. That's how the song ends. Like, that's why the vocals are all layered, because they were like that whenever I first bounced it. But um, let me see if I can find it real quick. While you're looking, is it true mm-hmm. that you said this is, you think this is the best song you've ever written? Or is that a different song on the album? I know, I know you said that, and I think it was. Yeah, I, that's really hard, because like I was thinking that for a while, and then I heard the finished crying over it all. And I was just like, like that one like hit me. Like when that chorus hits, every time I'm in the car and I've got it going, or like when I was listening to mixes, it'd be like, oh, I think, and I was just like, Ooh. and like you can hear like, like the harp thing going like the, the, like the birds and like the really pretty acoustic guitar recorded. Like, is that what you want though? A physical reaction to the song after yeah. you made it? If Dude, if I can like, if, if I'm in the car and I'm like, Ooh, like, yeah. Or if like I start laughing at a part, I'm like there. Like as long as it's getting something. It has invoking to, something. You have to get the. You have to get a feeling. Make a feeling happen. Mm. And if you don't, then you're making stupid. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let me. Where is this? Hang on. Actually, the speaking demo, of intense, I like it. Is like intense. it is. Uh, I I, like I, it, I sang a, the yeah the <laughs> for the like uh, you deserve a couple bad hair days and I have to cars AC Rex all that. Sh-. I sang that into my phone because I left my mic at the studio that day. And I just like bounced that over and I was like, I'll do, I'll redo it later. And you didn't? No. Well, because I tried and I was like, this sounds stupid. And so just like, <laughs> yeah, this is like. Yeah, so it's like, it's like the same, like, yeah. Um, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying? It's just wow. like, like. Ad lib stuff. I was like, well, you're able to connect eventually all the words and form it into something real. Yeah, and then I look at either I either look for lyrics that I already have that I've been wanting to use, and I'm like, that fits there perfectly, like syllable wise, or I hear what else is around it and like, like fill in the blanks. Interesting. Well, you know, like a lot of rappers do that, but mm-hmm. a lot of pop <clears throat> writers do that too. Mm-hmm. What a lot of rappers do, and I didn't know this until like couple years ago but they go in and they just like yeah they freestyle a bunch for like 30 minutes and then let the producer like pick what's the hook and like pick parts it's crazy yeah we uh, was like what we watched a couple of them do it here it's really yeah yeah. people make songs here well they try to like what logic oh logic came here (laughs) you said they try to i mean like they're They're not not done they're not finished a full song but logic came in and like kind of showed us how he does like a whole gibberish freestyle really and then how he'll turn that into a song like called piece words together and i want to watch that yeah it's pretty cool that's cool it's interesting Mm -hmm. um we really did briefly talk about like it and Mm -hmm. i wanted to ask about the lyric where you said (laughs) Where instead of being creative, I'm making business decisions like me stopping <laughs> from effing us over. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you if you believe it here, too. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we did. Like- oh, my God. You told me the story. So I was like, uh, I'll bring this back now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put a long beep over that. Yeah, just like beep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I um, I just wanted to, to get to get that out there at least for me and um but yeah i mean so it would be like it would be like i'd be working on music and i'd get a call like hey so you know they're still being like this and they still like whatever whatever and i'd be like and i'd have to like stop being creative to go like handle you know what i mean and it throws off the flow yeah like no dude if you if you stop and like i have like like two annoying phone calls i'm pissed off i'm not making music anymore yeah the whole day's ruined yeah so do you immediately go back and put them in a song or does it yeah. like does it <laughs> well, at least days? write it 
<laughs> I at least write it. And then I go back and I'm like, yeah, like, like me, stop from fucking us over. That kind of thing. <laughs> I don't tell you how to wake up. And be and- a dumb every day. So how about you stay out of my lane? No, my whole freeway. Yep. Instead of trying to explain how I should do my job or speak my truth, I want to win a Grammy in a suit. Who are you singing to? Because instead of a suit, you're in a straight jacket. Yeah, I mean, they feel the same sometimes. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just anyone trying to, like, like, give me input while I'm just doing what I do. Like, doing what I do best. You know what I mean? Like, where I'm, like, in my zone. I've got, like, the lights going. I'm, like, surrounded by plants. I got the right, like, fit on. I've got everything going. I'm, like, in the zone. And I'm getting, like, the dumbest suggestions in the world or like like the ideas or like like hit up about doing dumb i'm just like everyone get out of here this is like my world right now and i need to be in this or it's not gonna work do you need to wear fancy outfits to make music not necessarily fancy but uh specific really i mean it just depends about like whatever your intention is like i remember so the first day there were any sessions for this i went in with zach servini he's the man the legend he's he's like he's He's who people are going to be looking at 10 years from now, the way people look at like Eric Valentine. Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying like everyone's going to him now. Like he was making all the dope new shit, and now other people who are like, we need like. We need that. Yeah. Like, like we need to be like moderned up or we need like a big ass mix. Like they go to Zach. It's like, he's, he's going to be the dude. I'm just saying. But so I was like, Hey, give me a couple days before we leave for the UK. And, um, so I was like, we're going to wear yellow. We're going to wear all yellow. I went and I, I went to a antique lamp place. Okay. And I got some lamps. I got like red, blue, and yellow bulbs because I knew like greatest hits colors at that point. And I got all of the silver like wall paneling oh, from Home Depot. And I just filled the room. Like even the couch had it. Like everything. So everything was just like reflecting off itself. I got these like old guy statues and put them on the speakers. I was like, all right, vibe. And then literally over the course of two days, we made four songs. Three of them made the album. Which ones? Crying or just kidding. It was just kidding. Secret life and crying over it all. Wow. I was in a dark place. But anyway, all of those. Okay. Think about this though. This is, this is the thing that's crazy about that. 108 songs were made for this album. Only 17 end up. Exactly. And so think about this. Out of that basically entire year of demoing and making all of those, think about the two days with Zach where four songs happened. Three of them made the album. So you have to ask the question, what did I do differently here compared to the rest? the environment. That's it. And mindset, I guess, too. But, you know, the environment helps, like, like, mold the mindset. Totally. Like, if you, dude, I've never gone to, like, a beach and made music before. Like, but like if I got like a Airbnb, like on the water or something, I bet you I'd make something crazy or like in some snow. Why not? I I want to. I mean, next. Yeah. I mean, when there's time. You have the power. I need to like block out a couple weeks. Are you writing music now? I'm always writing music. But that's the thing is like, I also, the thing is, I hope this doesn't sound weird or anything, but there's so much more that I want to do and accomplish that like. Like, like songs are happening, but at the same time, I'm like, I've already made albums. I also want to do more. I want to, I want to write all kinds of things. I want to, I want to score a movie. I want to, I'll score, I want to score like a TV show. I want to do something like that. I want to, I've started the clothes, like good to go. It's beautiful. You have it in your hands already. Yeah. I'm excited to wear it. Wow. I love that. That's the first piece. Dude, it changes colors based on the heat, Daniel. Yeah. Do, do the sleeve. 
Oh. Yeah, dude. Wow. Pretty sick. Somehow you made a penis. Yeah, boy. He did. <laughs> it's meant to be. He's like, check it out. It's a <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, got the double neck with the zipper. Zip your head off, dude. And I, and I use my mouth to do those That's a pretty good look. So you want to be more than a musician. You want to be a fashion designer. You want to be a producer. I am you want to more make than movies. a musician. You already are. Yeah. yeah. Yes. but like I just you, haven't had as much time to act well, on Well, that's what I mean. Yet. When people hear Austin from mm-hmm. water parks, I think of a musician. When I yeah. mean, they're like, you want people to see you and think oh he does everything he's yeah. not just i mean i produced thing. half the last album like that's the thing it's my first producer credit will you produce for somebody else <sighs> if they're like like friends mm. you know what i mean i also don't think i'm like i'm not a mixer at all like i just like anything that we used from me i gave to zach and he like mixed it and made it like because i can get cool sounds but he's good at like reining it in you probably have like 85 songs left over from the album would you sell those <sighs> i guess it depends who too like, who would get them? You know what I mean? I get it. At what point when you're making these songs hmm. do Otto and Jeff come in? I mean, I I definitely, like, start, uh, like, the, the skeleton of it. And, you know, they get it. And a couple other friends get it, too. Um, and kind of just, like, get input and notes and see what everybody thinks. And if it, I also gauge reactions like that. Like, if people just send me, like, flame emojis, I'm like, the song sucks and i tank it uh or like if they're like this is dope and that's all they say i'm like song what do you want out of somebody big reaction i need to be like this is the best song blah 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 blah. like this is insane i don't understand like how you keep topping it blah blah i'm like this is a good one so you want them to blow you while complimenting but here's the thing here's the thing and that's your gauge if it's good or not but it's i only do it with people that i trust who won't do that if, if it's not for real got it like, if I send it to someone I'm, like, acquaintances with who also makes music, who has, like, anything to gain. Of course. But if I send it to Jeff and Otto and the song actually does suck, like, what would they get out of lying? No, they want you know, it to be what, great. You what, pursue a song? No. But they're also part of this band, so I don't think they would tell you a song's good if they don't believe exactly. it. Exactly. So they get it. Uh, I give it to Benji. I give it to Joel. Uh, I give it to my friend Travis, my friend Joe. Maybe, maybe a couple other people here and there, but, like... Travis, my friend, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's all people that I either grew up with or people I just know will never believe me or never just be like fire, you know, like, because I, I don't trust that opinion. I'm like, I'm like, tell me, like, if someone's like, this is good. I'm like, why? <laughs> Give me a detailed version as to why I get it. I yeah. Get it. And like, what's the best part? <laughs> and then you try and make every other part that good. I don't like, that's the, no, that's the thing. Like, because but- it's easy to like get wrapped up in your own or like if you're so isolated with all your music like but you also don't want one compliment to dictate the future of a song it, it could yeah see that's scary it could be but i also like if benji is like freaking out because he'll be like this is dope man and i'll be like i don't like it anymore and if he's like love this i think this is like top three of like all the new songs i'm like okay i trust that but like just because the other one was in top three doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's not good oh, i know it doesn't That's, mean it there, can't find its own home of, or lane. There's a lot of good songs that don't get used. Yeah, th- I mean, you made over 100. Mm. It's wild. <laughs> what are you thinking? I just want to pull these lyrics up because I think they're funny. Pull them and up, They're baby. even funnier to look at. They're highlighted. Especially when you say the biggest scummy, <laughs> bummy, dummy, ugly mother. Scummy, My dummy, band dummy, ugly mother- yeah. and I are like Coldplay. <laughs> That's allowed to say the I f- thought it'd be really funny to like perpetuate a rumor that like they're not allowed to cuss. Like contractually, 
<laughs> and I just thought it was really funny to say, and I've been saying it for a while. I mean, you, I'm like, dude, it's like, like the deal they sign, like they can't cuss in their songs. You work pop culture into your lyrics. Yeah. Is that because it's a part of who you are or is there yeah, strategy I mean, behind relevance? It's not like that. I think if you, if you chase anything like that, you're going to make some corny, but I just thought this was fun. And also like, okay, so I've always been very conscious about not doing too many. I, I'd never want like funny songs. But it's also weird to like dampen or try and hide like a factor of you. Cause I mean, I, I like to say wild and like make jokes and stuff. So I never wanted to go as far as like, like, like blah, 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 like, you know, like just something <laughs> dumb, but like, <laughs> uh, but if there's things that we can work in from like inside jokes yeah. or like referencing things, even from like outside songs, like whether it's like ongoing tweets or whatever. But or just even, things that I think are like... But even the One Direction reference, the Coldplay reference... You also... That is a lot. You called Elon Musk a... <laughs> <laughs> he is. But I also love him. It's just like, whatever, he's a weirdo. Um, but I think I think anyone who's doing what he does has to be like kind of... But isn't that a part of the genre? What? Like some of the biggest pop punk songs of all time mm -hmm. call out things that are happening in the society as they're making the music. So that one's less about... That line about the Elon Musk thing is less about society and more about like me like weighing different things that are plaguing me mentally like at fully inadequate levels. Mm -hmm. Like what I wanted to do with that was I was like, because um, you know, he did that flying truck thing or not the truck thing, but he put out like the big metal truck yeah. thing and like did the pre-order. So of course I pre-ordered it. Duh. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he did that, I was sitting on the bus and I was like, mine. Um, I was like, I'll, I'll be able to afford this in a couple of years. And because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you paid a hundred dollars, that's right. it. Yeah. So uh, I uh, so that that, the future. that part was like, like, uh, yeah, like we're, like to Elon Musk, man, where the my flying truck? I put like I put down a hundred bucks. Never showed up. First off, it's for pre order. Like it's not even like a thing. And it's also not a flying truck. It's like where the my flying truck? down 100 bucks it never showed up what's up that's um but then the next part of that is it's like how if everything could go away i never had it anyway if i'm the government like it's it's like it, then it gets like really serious and it's like connected. existential and like but there is another pop culture reference in the next line when you there is but i'll tell you why that one's there too so but the reason for those two parts is i wanted the like me being like so mad at elon musk for that and like pissed off about it to carry equal weight to me questioning how everything could leave at any second. And if it can, did I even have it? Like getting like yeah, philosophical with it. So equal. I want, yeah, exactly. And that's why that's just like showing how things are so like imbalanced at that time. And it creates more of that chaos that I want. So if, if someone just looks at it on like a surface way and they're really not trying to think about it, they'll be like, oh, funny. but like, like there's actually like intent behind it. It's not just like, like a joke. It's like, I want to show that everything upsets me equally and it just shows how much of a mess yeah. everything is. It's a stroke of a larger photo. Yeah. And so the part about like, um, if I'm the guy from Castaway that makes you Wilson hate to say it, like that kind of thing. Yeah. The reason I thought that was funny or like worked was because in the first part, like going like right before everything goes to in the song at like, like 20 seconds in or whatever. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't want to sit like, I don't like, I was like talking about like, why don't I feel content? Why don't I, whatever, whatever. Like, 
I don't want to say too much, but what's a meltdown between friends? Like the listener and I are like friends. I'm just like telling them. I'm like, yeah, but like, it's not even like a big deal. Like I can, I can talk to you about this. And then later in the song, it's like, if I'm the guy from Castaway that makes you Wilson hate it, it's like an imaginary friend. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like, we're good friends. And it's like, we're a ima- you're like, it's like, I don't even see it as like a real person. You see what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. How, d- I mean, today, like you view your fans as friends to a certain degree as you share your personal with them via music or no? No. <laughs> I I the thing is I think some of them are really funny. You know what I mean? Like I'll see some of their tweets and I'm like they like yeah, they're nightmare people but they're pretty funny sometimes. Like actually I posted one of their tweets today cuz I thought it was so like I stuck it on Instagram. Uh <laughs> Otto was born in Austin took it personally. <laughs> cuz I like to bully. Him. <laughs> I laughed so f-ing hard at that. Um <laughs> but there is a relationship with somebody. If yeah, there is a relationship. Them with something. I don't know if it's a friendship, though. I think it's different. You know what I mean? Do you feel like you need to define it in your brain to survive, or are you good with just keeping it ambiguous? I feel like my energy is better spent on, like... Making stuff? Creativity, rather than, like, trying to, like, find where the line is or, like, the nuance. But then you get the violets in the world. When you get the stalkers. That's true. I think, the, I think those just kind of happen. Yeah. If enough people know who you are. Lucky you. I'm not even saying I'm like, I'm obviously not like on my superstar yet, but not yet. Not yet. On the way. Listen to Greatest Hits. Link in the bio, description, whatever it is. Link in the bio. Link in the description. Link in the bio. Link in the link in description. I did have one more question. What Only ha- one? Well, we've been here for quite a while. Hasn't it been like 30? Wait, how long has it been? It's been about an hour. <laughs> Avril Lavigne got to be here for three hours. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Y'all don't f- love me. We, did, um, we skateboarded with her. Can you skateboard? Uh, here's the thing. I used to, and I used to be able to like heel flip, and f- but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to break my arm, and I won't be able to play guitar. I need to stop. Otto had a midlife crisis uh, when we were like 21 and decided he wanted to start skating again, and so I was like, I'll go with you. That way kids don't make fun of you. Like, you got backup, and like, I brought my skateboard. Sick. I busted my ass like three times, four times on the concrete, and I was just like, this, I don't care. Like, but, so- Yes, I used to. No, I'm not currently good. Got it. Yeah. Well, come back to us when you can skateboard and you can be here for three hours. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I had a pink element board. Sweet. That is sick. Mm-hmm. Got the Spitfire wheels. You got what wow. you kind of shoes? DCs at knees or were you rocking? Oh, no. I was just straight up in like, what was I in? I think I was in Converse. <laughs> Stupid. Mm. Well, the qu- <laughs> Skate in Converse. Are you kidding me? Unless you're like good. The, the question I had is what happens in the future when you, act- you actually want to release a Greatest Hits album? Let's think 20 years from now. That'll never be my choice. <laughs> oh, you would never want to do that. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, here's the thing. I think anytime, well, I don't think there's ever been anyone being like, guys, we really should make a greatest hits. That's always no, like. You say that now until you're in a position where you have to get out of a record deal and the only way out is to gather <laughs> up your freaking greatest hits because it counts as an album. I like that you looked at the like label yeah. people over there like until you want out of your deal. Yeah. And then- <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> make real weird walking to the car after this. <laughs> yeah. You know. oh, we'll be like side eyeing each other. Like, uh. You know, you got seven Shout albums out. on the list. Six albums. One album could be a greatest hits. Needs to be. We already put out a greatest hits. You're right. You're right. You're right. So greatest our our greatest hits. If somebody wanted to put out a best of, it would be 17 songs. <laughs> already out there. Yep. <laughs> it's already there. And you can't really believe that though. Hmm. You know that there's better songs. Oh, just turn it around in the one. This ooh, new angle. Oh, buddy, is this cute? 
No, but I really want I want a real question. Okay. Like, you you like you really believe that this is your greatest music that you put out so far? Yeah, I mean, it also depends what day it is. Okay. But it's not the greatest music you'll ever put out. No. Whatever I make next will be the greatest hits. Got it. Do you have, like, does everything need to be the greatest that you've ever done before? Yeah. Like, in order for it to see the light of day? Why would I put out something that isn't as good as something that's already happened? Lazy. Yeah. But, but there's that's safe, crazy. There's safety and consistency. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, why should art be safe? Like, if, if we're just trying to be, like, some commerce mother, then, yeah, let's, like, I can make stupid for you again if I wanted to, but, like, what's who's the, that for? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, like, it's there. Like, it's not like it disappeared from Spotify. Like, stream it. Stream it. Stream it. On that note, listen to Greatest Hits. Link in the description below. Also, take part in High Definition. This is such a beautiful piece. Thank you, man. I'm excited to wear this, and people are going to see me out and about on the sidewalks and go, what are you wearing, They're going to go, what is that handsome boy wearing? And then I'm going to say, High Definition. Yeah, and they'll be like, that's crazy. What's that? And you'll go, oh, you you won't know about it. It's really limited and rare. <laughs> it's very tiny. You got to follow an, a, There's an account. There's only 300 of those. Wow. Mm-hmm. How much you going to sell for, Zach? One of 300. Honestly, like, I'd respect the hustle if you, like, threw it up on eBay or something. How much or you Depop. I saw one listing for $400. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You can get some Benihana with that, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can get a lot of shrimp for this pretty lady. Yeah. With $400. You truly could. Damn. Like, wow. someone made a joke about my mom selling the one she wanted. I was like, I, I think she should. <laughs> yeah, pay some bills. Well, high definition, if you can get into that club, good luck. It's uh, there for you. And uh, listen, though, to Greatest Hits. Link in listen to Greatest Hits. the description below. Yeah, link in bio or description. Yeah, wh- whatever. <laughs> you look good. Thanks hey. For, thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Really? Can we come back tomorrow? Sure. I'll be here. <laughs> I'm going to wear a different flannel. Yeah, joke's on you. Yeah. You just committed to something you don't want to like, be a part of. Joke's on you. I'll be here too. I'll be here every day until the day I die. Who's coming in tomorrow? I don't know. I do. Who, Who is it? I don't know. Is it the main? I know oh, them. The Iggy Azalea. Oh, Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. Wow. Dang. <laughs> Look at us. Dang. We got supersize up in here. Let's go. Awesome night, everybody, of water parks. Thank you, friends. Hey, beautiful human, you made it through our conversation with Austin Knight of Waterparks. Thank you so much for joining us. Let us know who we should invite on our show next at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Please be safe, hug your family, don't go to jail, and have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Peace and love.